like beer? Do you love sports and beer? Then you're exactly where you need to be. This is the Hughes Views and Brews Show on 1252 Sports Chicago. Cheers. Listening to 1252 Sports Entertainment. Parental discretion may be advised. Woo! It's about that time. Fat Mike, Chicago Sports. (laughs) Yeah. Finally here, finally here. Shots City Sports is right here. Updates on news, get it here. No rumors, cause we keep it real. Sit back, relax, check a beer one of them nights. Hey, this is Carmen DeFalco from ESPN Chicago, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Sports Show. Hey, this is Dave Richard from CBS Sports, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hi, this is Jesse Rogers for the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, everyone. I'm Scott Merkin, the longtime White Sox beat writer for MLB.com and proud graduate of the University of Michigan. You're listening to me on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. This is Chuck Arkline. You are listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. It's the best. Hey, what's up? This is Greg Braggs Jr. from Braggs in the Stands. And you're listening to my guys on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Ooh. Hey everyone, Fred Hubner from ESPN 1000. Great to be on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm Dan Zaborski, senior writer for Fangraphs, and you're listening to Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm JJ Stankovitz from NBCSportsChicago.com and the Undercenter Podcast, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, Sparkle, you know what I listen to? It's the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show with my guy, Fat Mike. Would you listen anywhere else? No. Jock with the fat bike in the back. Yep, it's a combo show tonight as it is a Bears Monday and not the kind of Bears Monday that you're used to where the Bears win on Sunday and then uh, we talk about it all day Monday. No, 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 no. The Bears have not played for 11 days. They play tonight in Foxborough against the New England Patriots. Um, Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi, I don't know. We'll figure it all out. The Bears and Justin Fields Monday night. I'm not sure which team should be on less on national TV. The Bears or the Denver Broncos? Because the Broncos seem to be, they've been on three or four times already this year. Unbelievable how many times they've been on. But the Bears and the Patriots, a 7-15 kickoff. We're going to take you up ah, uh, for a while. We'll probably get out of here by 7 so we can get out and watch the game. And uh, Michael talked about it on Wednesday. <coughs> How can I be coughing? I haven't even had anything to drink yet. Michael will be talking about it on Wednesday on the Fat Mike Sports Show right here on 1252 Sports. Don't forget, you can see all the shows here on um, YouTube, on Twitch, on our Facebook pages. Also hear the audio on Spotify. Go back, listen to the shows you may have missed. We had a great show a couple of weeks ago here on Monday night with the guys from uh, Noon Whistle Brewing. 
some great, great stuff. We got a lot more beer shows coming up. There's a, a big, huge festival, the Festival of Barrel Aged Beers, Fobab coming up at uh, the UIC Pavilion in uh, the first weekend of November. Should be great. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, I think I'm going to make it out there. Not quite sure, but we may get someone out before that, uh, which would be next week. And at this point, it would be Halloween because time is flying here. Um, the Bears play next Sunday against the Cowboys. Bears also play the following Sunday against the Dolphins. We got some special shows to mention to you on those days. But it is Hume's Views and Brews. Don't have a lot of beer news today, but I do have a beer to drink. And this is in honor of my buddy Greg. Greg is a guy that I have got to, gotten to meet at breweries over the years. And he is a big fan of Hot Butcher and a big fan of Goldfinger. And I am a fan of both also. So the beer I grabbed today, not even thinking about it, the beer I grabbed today is the Fat Bear. It's a peanut butter imperial stout brewed with chocolate. Chocolate, peanut butter, how can you go wrong, especially with a beer called Fat Bear on a Bears football Monday. So I will pour this as Mike grabs something to drink and sits down, and we will talk and uh, dissect what we expect to see in the Bears today. Sorry, you see me licking my hands, but it popped up a little that bit. That sounds like an awesome beer. Oh, my God. This, look at it. It pours, pours like dark chocolate. It is so good. And you can smell, probably, even if you're watching this, you can smell the peanut butter. I'm sure you can. That sounds like a fantastic beer. Peanut Here, butter? Just, just smell. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's it's awesome. Delicious. It's a fat bear. It's by Hot Butcher. They do it at least once a year, maybe twice a year. Tremendous, tremendous yeah, beer. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Mmm. A fat bear. It could be Mustafer standing on the sideline today. Yeah. If Lucas Patrick's going to be the center. That's what I hear. And you could have Schofield playing the left guard. So um, we'll see how the line goes. The line needs to improve. We know that. Yes. Um, for the Bears and the Patriots uh, today, the Bears need to keep their quarterback upright. He needs to be able to run through. I would, I would say progressions, but who do you throw to if it's not Mooney? Pettis, Mooney, your favorite, Pettis, Cole Komet. Cole Komet or Pettis can't catch a ball regardless. Come on, Pettis caught that one ice one two weeks ago. Yeah. And I said the Washington the Commanders aren't that bad. They beat the Packers. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's a way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to look at it, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, the Bears tonight, though, they've had time off. They said they were going to look at everything. Matt Eberflew said, listen, we're going to check everything out. We're going to look at everything, what's working, what's not working. And there's a lot to look at when it's not working, when you have a two and four start to the season. Right. This team, listen, anybody who thought this team was going to have a winning winning record legitimately, all right, legitimately. I know well, I you was, said 10 wins. I know. I know. I was I was on the Bears Kool-Aid at the beginning of the year. I thought they were going to go 10 and 7. I thought they were going to have a good year. And it's just not happening. Realistically, I mean, realistically, as a Bear fan, looking back at it, I know I was drinking that Bears Kool-Aid, and it's not going to happen. Uh -huh. You want it to happen because of the youth. And the new quarterback and the new system and the new regime and the new coach and the new play calling right. and it's it's just it's not there. Yeah, the talent isn't there. The offensive line isn't there, and they're 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 hurting right now. They need yeah. they need a lot of help on this Chicago Bears team, all the way around. Not just offense, defense, but also special teams as well. This team is hurting. They can't stop the run, and no. it'll be interesting to see if they're able to stop the run today because the Patriots are not really a great running team. Well, they they are ever they're tenth in the league in rushing, averaging 131 yards. But the Bears' defense is 29th against the run. They're allowing 163 yards per game to the opposition. 
They need to stop the run. Yes. They haven't been able to do it. Now, the Bears' defense against the pass is ranked third. But the reason is the teams don't have to pass the ball. They can run against them, but right. they know that. Right. And the, the, this is this is the one thing, too. Like it, Our guy, our, our guy Billy Flores here says, great comment, too. They're going to stop the run and make fields try and beat us through the air. And they will run all over us. Yes, Billy, Billy's not too far off from the yeah, truth. Yeah. We've seen this for the first six weeks of the season. Teams are trying to stop Khalil Herbert and trying to uh, trying to stop David Montgomery, right? And trying to force Justin Fields to beat you, and it just hasn't happened this, this so far. And it has happened this far. When you force Justin Fields to try and beat you, he makes mistakes because he's a rookie. He's making those rookie mistakes. But our running game has been awesome all year. Yeah. And there's one thing that we know, Fred. You and I know. One thing that Bill Belichick is good at, he stops what you're good at. Yeah, he also stops young quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> right. he stops he, young quarterbacks. He stops what you're good at. I, I would actually suggest everybody, if you don't want to get nauseated, turn the volume down on your TV when you're watching the game tonight because they're just going to fawn all over Bill Belichick, kind of like Sylvie did before they got Kurt Warner on, uh, on right. the radio tonight. Right. So I, I love Sylvie. Sylvie and I go back – a long way, but man, oh man, he was buttering up. He was buttering up Kurt Warner so much. I thought he was going to eat him for breast yeah, breakfast. Yeah, you know, unbelievable. In typical Sylvie fashion, too, <laughs> doing it like that. I mean, let me tell you, Syl Sylvie likes to butter up anybody who's sitting right next to him where he's talking about. Oh, it was, just matters on on who who he's talking to. Yeah, Sylvie's one of those guys. He did that. They had Kurt Warner on about 5'10", 5'15". Earlier tonight, they talked for 20 minutes. Kurt Warner, the Super Bowl uh, winning quarterback and a guy that uh, has gone against Bill Belichick teams. And he said they change defenses. They they know how to shut down young quarterbacks. So we'll see what the Patriots defense does against the Bears. Patriots have been scoring points yes. over the last couple of weeks. They've been blowing teams out. They had 38 points in their last game. And uh, the Bears are going to have to find a way to stop them and slow them down. I'm not 100% sure if they made the announcement if Mac if Jones is starting a quarterback or if it's Bailey Zappi. As far as I know right now, it's it's as far as I know right now, it's Mac Jones. Okay. And that, that's another reason. I don't know if you heard that press conference earlier in the week from, from Bill Belichick. He literally went down everybody in the Bears roster. And talked about how great they were. And like, yeah. oh, Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Great player. Hard to prepare. Hard a lot of speed. For. He's playing well. Jones yeah. playing very well right now. Yeah, I, I do a yeah. pretty good damn. I, I do a pretty damn good Bill Belichick because <laughs> it's all you got to do is just sit there and sound like Ben Stein. Yeah, that's exactly, and that's how he does it. Darno Mooney, really great player. Got to watch out for him in the, in the slot. You know, you know, Vilas Jones, same thing, getting carries out of the backfield. Yeah, we've been watching him. <laughs> yeah, he's watching, really good. Yeah, Eb he even brought up Ebner, the guy that returns kicks. Yeah, he's on all this. Yeah, teams. Ebner, Jesus. Yeah, and. And, but we'll see how, how the Bears do. Now, Fields, 30th in passing yards. He's 33rd in completion percentage at 54.8. Now, the reason that's funny is because there's only 32 teams in the NFL, <laughs> and he's 33rd in completion percentage at 54.8. Now, the Bears do get Nikhil Henry, who's getting a chance to go up against his former teammates. Okay, he finally gets to play. He's been hurt. He plays tonight. We'll see what he can do. I thought he was going to actually get a chance to play against Washington a little bit, but he's making his Bears debut later on tonight. But you want to know how bad the Bears are passing the ball? Darnell Mooney has 17 catches. Yeah. 17 catches through six games. I can do the, uh, the the math. That's less than three catches a game. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. It, it's not good. It's not good. And the guy, you know, 
I, I talked about this last week after the fact of the after the fact of last week's game. You a person, a guy that I thought on this roster that could actually be a a big proponent to pro, pro, propel this offense in the right direction was Darnell Mooney. And with, with the addition of Justin Fields, finally we have a quarterback that can get him the ball. Right. Um, and it hasn't been that way. I'm losing my I'm losing my hope on, on Darnell Mooney. I really am. A guy that I thought that could be somewhat of a poor man's Tyreek Hill is now starting to look like just like an average number three receiver. Well, why are you losing your confidence in him? Is it because he hasn't <laughs> caught the ball? Is it because he hasn't he's dropped passes? He drop passes. Is it because yeah. is because he's not getting open? It's drop passes, not creating he's not creating separation. He's probably getting double teamed. They're probably concentrating on him because they know between Pettis and the other guys, right. Velas Jones or whatever, they're not going to really get hurt by those guys at the Bears. But the Bears and Luke Getzey have to figure out a way to get those guys the right. ball. I don't know if you watched the the uh, Chiefs game yesterday, right. but Nicole Hardman, who's like the fourth receiver on their team, he's scored three open. touchdowns. He's always open. And well, what they did yesterday was they ran the silly jet sweep with him twice right. at the goal line, right. and um, and then he scored three times, three touchdowns. They have an abundance of guys that have speed, can catch the ball, and can make plays on the offensive side. The Bears, unfortunately, have some speed, but if you can't catch the ball, it's not going to help. Right, and that's the the Bears are loaded with a bunch of guys that cannot catch the ball. Right, I said I said yesterday on Harry's show, Harry had me come on on the over under with uh, talking about his bets and stuff like that throughout yeah. the week, and I said straight, I mean forward, Cole Komet is the biggest waste of human flesh I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen a person so useless in my entire life. Now, see, you're you're that's being very I'm, harsh. I'm, fine. I'm critical, fine. But you took this guy with the with the expectation of being somebody like a Travis Kelsey or a Mark Andrews or a Zach Ertz or a, a Dallas Goddard, a Dalton Schultz. I'm going down the line here, and yeah. I'm trickling down towards shit. You missed George Kittle. Okay, okay, okay. Kittle, fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. It's okay. Right. You you took this guy with the expectation of being that level of talent at, at, at tight end. And he blows. Not only he, I mean he, he blows. I have never had more disdain for a Chicago Bears player. Okay, let me see. In here. my entire life, than I have for Cole Komet. Uh, they don't have targets on this. Cole Komet for the season: ten catches, one hundred and sixteen yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Equinemius. Equi- three seasons. Three seasons, mind you. Three seasons. Yeah. He's been with the Bears. Yeah. The only touchdown this asshole has is in fucking preseason. Yep. I'm done. Yeah, Dante Pettis, five catches, two for touchdowns. Uh, Justin Fields, as we mentioned, the the 33rd ranked uh, completion percentage at 54.8. He has four touchdowns, five interceptions. He's been sacked 23 times in six games. Mm-hmm. 23 times, that's more than three times Ugh. a game, almost four times in a contest. His uh, quarterback passer rating, 72.7. Now, we, we know he's got to make plays. I'm not giving up on this guy. Me neither. Okay. He can play the game. There were some great stats earlier today in the Sun-Times. They showed a statistical breakdown of how the quarterbacks that were selected in the first round of the 2021 draft have fared. Okay. And they went, number one pick was Trevor Lawrence, 5-19 and 19 in his games, 60.6% completion, 21 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, and a 76.8 rating. Fields was the 11th pick. He's 4-12. and 12. 57.7 completion rating, 11 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. His quarterback passer rating is 73.1. Believe it or not, the best of the quarterbacks that were drafted in the 2021 draft, Mac Jones, right. 11 and 9, 67.3% and 89.9% rating, 
24 touchdowns, 18 uh, interceptions. And um, that's, you know, Justin Fields. I wonder where Davis Mills lands in that. Yeah, they didn't listen. He's not there. That's only in the He's top a, five. Well, it was the first round. Yeah. So he must have went second round. He went or like whatever. third round. Yeah. Fourth yeah. Round, yeah. So, um, but I still think Fields has an opportunity to be the quarterback that's going to – he's a guy that can run the ball. They've got to call regular running plays for him. A lot of his runs, and even Bill Belichick mentioned it this week, a lot of his runs, they're called runs, but they were actually passes where he couldn't get the ball to a guy and he takes off, and that's fine. But it would be nice to see them run some plays for this guy. Um, you see what they what they do with Lamar Jackson, and I'm only comparing the two because they are quarterbacks that run the football. Jackson's got a better arm. He can he, – I'd say he's a little more accurate, but – um, they're a team that continuously seems they just hung on to their win yesterday uh, as it looked like they were going to lose their third game after being up by 10 points in the fourth quarter. But um, they're four and three. They're on top of their division. But I think that Fields is the kind of guy that he needs some weapons and he doesn't have any. Right. He needs some protection. And that's one of the reasons you'll probably see Lucas Patrick at center today and Schofield at the left guard. Mustafer has struggled. Um, they've done well running the ball. We'll see now if you make a change on the line, if they're going to be able to run the ball right. as successfully tonight right. as they have in the past. That's a big thing. Yeah, it's a huge it's thing, a thing tonight. Um, the Bears against Washington reached the five, the one, and the four-yard line. Got no points. They have two touchdowns in their last eight Zero trips to points. the red zone. Zero points, boys. you got to score. You've got to score when you get to the red zone. They get to the red zone, they can't score. Two for the last eight and they have touchdowns in two yep. of the last eight times. You can't do yeah. it. It's got to change. Absolutely has to change. The one problem, and you mentioned it, what Bill Belichick does is he stops what teams do best. Yep. The Cleveland Browns were a team that could run the ball with Chubb and Kareem 70 Hunt. Yards. 70 yards on 18 carries. Unreal. you got to be, you know, so if, he, and, if they're going to stop the run, that means the Bears are going to have to throw. Let me tell so you Cole Komet's going to have at least five catches today. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cole Komet with okay, five. All right, here all first. right, all right. Calm it down. Calm when it he down gets here. five catches, make sure you check in with uh, Mike on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, please check in with me because yeah. I guarantee you he lets two of them bounce off his face mask. All right, but in for real, though, like, like, like you just said, Bill Belichick stops what you do best. And let me tell you something. The Cleveland Browns have a shit ton better offensive line than the Bears do. Yes, they do. A way better offensive yep. line. Pro Bowlers all across an offensive line. Now, if you're holding the if you're holding the Browns to seventy yards, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, pattern follows itself. Pattern repeats itself. Imagine what could be what could happen tonight against the Bears as New England takes them on up there in Foxborough. It's going to be a dangerous game. It could be. The one thing I want to say is this, though. Like you said, you believe in Justin Fields. You're not ready to write him off. Yet. Right. I'm not ready to write him off yet either. Okay, and I said this last week. I said this on Wednesday. You got to take snippets of what he's done and look at it from there. You can't look at it from last year because just, I mean, last year just, it was a dumpster fight. Yeah, you okay. can't, you, you can't, can't rate him, him on, on anything. Yeah, you can't grade him on that. No. All right, and this year has been slow learning a new system, learning a new offense, doing his thing, new offensive head, new offensive uh, coordinator, coordinator, new yep. head coach, new play calling, yada, yada, yada. The one thing that I love here, Fred, is that over the last six quarters and what Justin Fields is what Justin Fields has showed me. Now, yes, I was full bore last week. Boom. The Washington Commanders are a team that you need to key up on. You got to beat up on. This is going to be Justin Fields coming out party. Yeah, I thought so. All right. It should have been. Yeah, right? it should have been. It wasn't. No, not at all. Did not look good. But whole grand scheme of things, the last six quarters, Justin Fields. Is 27 of 43 for two touchdowns, 
364 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. For 20 attempts, 135 yards and a touchdown. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And that's what I want to see. Now shrink that down, JF1. Shrink that down, Justin Fields. Let's that have be a full game. Right. I want to get, I mean, because we're seeing Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and I mean Tyler Heineke for right. crying out loud, throw 47 passes a game. You knew Heineke was Why gonna you knew Heineke was gonna be good. Oh, I love that kid. Yeah, everybody's got him. balls, man. That kid's yeah. got balls. But you know, you look at it. Justin Fields in six games has 115 attempts. Yep. 115 attempts in six games. That's less than 20 a game. Yep. Less than 20 passes per contest. Yep. And that's brutal. And this in today's NFL, you got to put the ball in the air. You got to protect your quarterback. Now, I know there's two games, two of the last three games where they had less than 50 snaps on the offensive yeah, side of that's the ball. Not good. That makes it difficult to have more offensive plays. I understand that. But it makes it difficult for him to do something. But they've got to they they moved the ball against Washington till the five and the one and the four, and they could not score. Hopefully they worked on some goal line or some red zone offense during this 11 days they had right. off because they've had opportunities. I'd like to see more David Montgomery. I want to see what they can do. We, we've got a fullback here. They brought in the Kyrie Blazing game from uh, Tennessee. Yep. Use this guy, open some holes, and see what they can do today running the ball. Because you know they're going to start to run the ball. They're not going to put the ball up in the air, not on a Monday night. Um, I'm eager to see what's going to happen. The, the back. Let's go back to the quarterback for the Patriots for a second. Actually, you know what? Why don't we take a break? Okay. Why don't we take a break here from some of our sponsors? Plus, we're going to let you know we got a big show coming up on Sunday. Yes. Okay. Our our sponsor, and I forgot to mention it at the very beginning. Yeah. Which is which I can't believe I should be I should be whacked. Um, live. We are live from the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill, one fifty nine Studios here in beautiful downtown Blackport. We're always here. Uh, the guys at the Whistle do a great job. They're going they're packing it in tonight at the whistle for Monday night football Sunday. We're going to be there uh, for a pregame. Dallas. Uh, uh, pregame and postgame is going to be awesome. The Dallas Cowboys uh, who got, who got uh, Dak back <laughs> and they beat the lions because the lions running back can't hold on to the ball at the goal line. That lions team. That made man. it difficult. You see what happens when you watch uh hard knocks, you fall in love with the team you and do. then all of a sudden they suck. You do. You and that's what happened with the Detroit lions so far. But we're going to be at the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill, 159 over on 159th Street, uh, just off Harlem. Yes. And we're going to be there on Sunday, 1030. We'll be doing a pregame show from there before the Bears and the Cowboys cannot wait. Hopefully the Bears win tonight. Do we have something good to look forward to? Have something to build on All right. against uh, the Cowboys down in Dallas because they have uh, back-to-back road games now tonight and then in Dallas and a, a real rough stadium to win games in. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. We've also got another show coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll get to that in a little while. But uh, Fat Mike with me, Hume's Views and Brewers. We come back. We'll talk more about uh, tonight's game, talk a little bit about baseball. we get a little beer stuff as I'm drinking the Fat Bear from Hot Butcher. Good stuff right here on a Monday night leading up to Monday Night Football. Hello. 
This is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Fuzzy football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, play shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets, and a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park. A barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game night. Fozzie football is simply the best, most realistic, and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. Welcome back to the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 studio here. Beautiful downtown Lockport. And uh, I can actually say now I am actually a Lockportian. You is are. Is it? Is Lockporter? Lockportian? Lock Porter? I don't know. I don't but, know. Yeah, I actually have my home. I've actually moved into Lockport. Mike came by, saw the house today. Beautiful. We got stuff stacked up and boxes coming and deliveries coming Beautiful. in. I finally got cable or uh, the internet installed. Then I realized I didn't have a smart TV, so I had to go out and buy something so I can watch games. Um, so maybe even later tonight, I don't think I'm going to go Still home. watching porn on the phone. Damn it, anyways. No, no not anymore. I, I gave it up. Gave it up for Lent. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. And the worst part is that we keep jumping up on your uh, iPad. It says, here, you can go to Pornhub. No, thank you. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I, I, I chose not to go to there. Uh, I was supposed to erase that. Didn't it? What happened? Clear cookies. Clear cookies. Yeah. So, so yeah. 
damn cookies. I love cookies, but not that kind of cookies. There's no doubt about it. Not that kind. But the Bears and the Patriots, Bears are two and four. The Pats are three and three. And it's a 7-15 game uh, on Monday Night Football. Have you watched any? Minutes. Huh? 45, 45 minutes. 45 Have you watched any of the uh, Manning stuff? Manning stuff. The Manning cast. Manning cast? I have not. I, last year I watched a bunch of it. I haven't watched much of it this year at all. Um, uh, but I just, I like it, but I'd like it if they didn't have any interviews. I'd like it if it was just Eli and Peyton they talking about the game. Guest? Oh, they bring on three guests. I, I'm, I'm being honest. I never watched any of it. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched any of it from they last bring, year to this year or anything. They bring on like three guests throughout the game. And they're big name guests because it's ESPN. It's the Mannings right. and all that stuff. But I would rather just hear them talk about the game because it's fun. There was a, a, a game a couple of weeks ago where a guy ran on the field and the player took him out and Peyton went nuts. He goes, yeah, that's the way you do it. Get him out of here. Let's go. And it was so much fun. I loved it. Um, but this is a game, the Bears, you know, do the Bears need to win games? No. I don't know. I don't know if they need no. to win games. They're two and four right now. But we need to see improvement in Justin Fields. Yes. And they're making some changes in the offensive line. At least that's what we hear. Lucas Patrick, hopefully, at the center position. And Schofield moving over to the left guard position. Um, I don't know. Borum has not played great this nope. year, uh, in my I opinion. I think, honestly, I think Borum has been the worst of the offensive linemen all year. Tevin Jenkins has been great. And he's been phenomenal. You've not heard the name Braxton Jones a lot. You know what he's that means? He's been awesome. That means he's doing great. Yeah, if you don't hear him, that means yeah. he's doing his job. If he's right. an offensive lineman, you don't hear his name Something or his number. I've said from day one, folks. If you don't hear him, that means he's doing his goddamn job. Yeah, let and him do his job. And that's exactly what's happening so far this season. So the Bears getting ready to take on the Patriots, and I have not bet for two days. Uh oh, because I, I was a good one yesterday. I was busy all day yesterday, so I didn't bet at any games. Yeah. And um, I didn't bet this game yet. Maybe when we get off. Okay. But right. I heard earlier today that one of our guys smells an upset. Our guy, yeah. yeah. Our guy here over at uh, over at the Over Under Pod, over, over Under Podcast with Harry the Greek. And we're going to welcome him on here with us right now. Harry the Greek, how we doing, my man? Hey, guys. What's happening? What's up, bro? Oh, I'll tell you what, gentlemen. It, it's, it's a great day in Tampa Bay down here. Even though that the Buccaneers lost, it's like it's like being back home in Chicago. It's like everybody wants to jump off the Skyway Bridge down here or something. Oh my God, it's horrible. Welcome to the way we feel in Chicago sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of the country that's happy to see a Tom Brady lose and yeah. happier to see Aaron Rodgers lose. Yes. Yeah. After what we've seen the last couple of weeks, seeing both of those guys go down is good. Plus, Tom Brady looks like he went he went away for a week or so and got some work done on his yeah. face. Yeah. He looks uh, he looks like something's going on down there. Well, you know what? It's really ironic that you you mentioned that. A lot of people have been speculating what's wrong with him. Well, he's on this really strict diet. Giselle's had him on one of these diets that like there's no there's no meat. You know, he it, it, there was the thing about avocado toast. I mean, it, it's just it looked horrible sometimes. It's like his jaws are like receding in. Yes, yes. You know, but I have to tell you, you more know, more like a Ken doll every time I look at him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, talking about a Ken doll, I mean, there's. Everybody down here is talking about it's the offensive line problems. It's because Bruce Arians was sitting on the sidelines. It's because Todd Bowles is going to be a one and done. There's speculations that the, the, the Giselle divorce is possibly messing with him too much. And the witch's brew. You hear this? And, yeah. and I the already told you this. 
and hold on, people don't know this, and for people out there going to call BS on this, Giselle, his wife, is a white witch. And since they have met, she has been casting these spells on him. I mean, Google it. I'm not full of BS here. I'm telling you, Google it. And just recently, she says, since I went there, yeah, and get spooky. this, you ready? She said publicly, no more witchcraft for you. So Unbelievable. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Fred, thank you so much for having me on, man. This is great. Spike her to a thing and set her on fire. <laughs> hey, Fred, well, you're up there, and I have a question for you. Yeah. I mean, and Keel Harry still hasn't been activated yet. I understand he's healthy enough to play. I don't know why they're not letting him make his debut. And we're not talking about the, the elephant in the room. Where is Riley Reef? I know. They have not talked about him at all. You're right. He's a guy they went out and spent money on, and he's been out there. They have not They have not talked about him at all. They haven't talked about him. I, th- I don't know if he was on injured reserve or what he was on, and he had to miss some games, but it's already game seven. So even if he did have to miss four games, he'd be ready. We've not he's heard not, his name. Maybe he, after tonight's game we'll hear something. But he's not even on the injury report, Fred. That's the thing that's bothering me. And, yeah. and I don't get it. You want to solidify the right side of that line and give some of the rookie, not the rookies, I'm sorry, their second-year players, a little bit of uh, support back there. Put him over there and watch what's going to happen. I actually think they like what they like what Tevin Jenkins has done. And the damn analytics from Pro Football Focus and all that stuff, every week they seem to rate Tevin Jenkins really good. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. Borum, Borum, I think, has struggled. Yes. I love to see someone come in and replace Borum for a little while. Uh, I knew that when they got him, he could play all all the positions on the line, I think, except center. But, um, yeah, he's not played all that well. It'll be interesting. I'd love to hear somebody ask them it, but I have not heard anybody even ask about Riley Reef uh, over the last several weeks. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about that, including myself, because I have to be honest with you. There's no reason why he's not on the right-hand side. As far as Larry Borum is concerned, I honestly think he needs to slide into the guard position a little bit more. And Tevin Jenkins, I think he's going to be more of a natural fit, in my opinion, after breaking down these tapes, more so on the left side. Um, and you know what? This year they're going to get their, their their lumps to Chicago Bears, especially on the offensive line. The rookie left tackle, he looks like a rookie a lot of the times. And I'm not ever sure he's going to pan out to be that starting left tackle. I think he's going to be a grade less than Charles Leno. And Charles Leno was not that bad. Well, it's funny. All the guys that they had that they let go are all starting. Okay, mm-hmm. Leno's starting. All the all the guys they had on the offensive line in the past are starting. What do you think about tonight's game? I, last I heard, Grassu's oh, well. not starting. Huh? Horrendous Grassu. Well, her Grassu's starting probably somewhere in a semi pro yeah, league. Horrendous. Or <laughs> horrendous. The last I heard, I think it was eight and a half. Is that what you've got, or is it going well, down? You know, it's ironic. The, the game opened up in the beginning part of the week, Fred. At the Chicago Bears were getting seven points, and that was before they actually announced that, um, what's his name, was going to start for New England. Um, Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah. Because they thought that he was, you know, look, it's not unlike New England to play head games with the people, and especially sure. the gamblers out there, to see who's going to be starting their quarterback. Um, the game's climbed up all the way to nine, and even some places nine and a half. But here's something interesting. That total went from 36 and a half points clear up to 40 points in the course of two days. Is okay. that because the Patriots have scored so many points the last two weeks? Because it can't be because of the Bears. Nope, nope. It has nothing to do with that. It's because they honestly think this might be a little bit of a breakout game from what I'm understanding, especially for Chicago's offense. And here's – I'm going to give you a real, real ah. interesting prop bet. Did you know that the I over- said Cole Komet's going to have five catches in the first segment, so I have to ah. run by that. 
No, I'm going to tell yeah. you right now, I think he's going to. I think Cole Komet's going to have a breakout game, and they're going to look for him because, <laughs> I know, look at Mike over there. Here, here's an interesting stat for you. Not a stat, but here, here's a good betting line. The Chicago blows. Bears, they're over and under points in the first half. Are you ready? Six and a half. Six and a half? That's the split Six and a half. half? That's the split. The Chicago Bears team total is six and a half points for the first half. Now, the New England Patriots are only ten and a half. Ten and a half, guys. But yet, the first half over and under total is 20. Uh, I don't care how you put that together. That's 16 and a half points. Right. What the hell's going on here? There's something yeah, really there? weird here. Going, three and a half points going and, from. And you know what? With all the upsets, man, I'm telling you. I mean, anybody ever puts well, – I was going to ask you about that, too. You, you yep. make a good point. Like I said on Sunday – like I said yesterday on your show, Harry, if if there's any been any season ever that I've been watching football my entire life, it's been more prominent this year where any given Sunday actually yep. means every, any given Sunday. I mean, we got teams losing to teams that have no business – they have no business losing to – this, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears win a fucking barn burner. The, the, Char- the, the Chargers lose to the Seahawks, not just lose. How about that? 37 points. I they mean, it's ridiculous. And I keep hearing people say, well, you know what? There's going to be a new coach in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. How much of it's on the coach as opposed to the players? And I understand the players, you know, that sometimes a new coach brings guys in and, and uh, you know, gets them a little pumped up and stuff like that. But that's a joke. These Chargers, they've had a ton of injuries, too. Mike Williams got hurt again yesterday. Keenan Allen finally came back. Yep. Um, you know, that was nice to see for them. But Bosa. Yep. It's it's just been brutal for the Chargers all season long. I know it's early. And it seems now they added one game to make it 17. It seems now like they it seems like the season's so much longer now. Yeah. Even though they added just one game. Yep. I don't know. It's really weird when you're yep. like the Bears are two and four. Uh, the Niners are three and four. The Seahawks actually lead the uh, NFC West at four I, and three right now. Say that again, please. I know. Let that roll off. Let that roll off your tongue. Look at it. The Rams, the Niners, and Arizona all have three wins. I mean, it's a joke that Seattle, a team that's going with, you know, Geno Smith as their quarterback, they've had to change running backs because Penny got hurt. And all of a sudden, this guy Walker's running like crazy. Um, yeah, it's nuts. And then those two teams in New York. Oh, nobody. I mean, there's probably people that have already hit. What, what was the total wins for both of those teams this year when the season I started? Already capped. They, they 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 weren't that many. I think one was five and one was six. I have to tell you, I did pick the Jets to make a statement this year because I've liked the way this team has come together. But I'll, I'll tell you this much, Fred. The New York Giants are reminding me of the old 2001 Chicago Bears where they were winning with smoke and mirrors. And I think the Bears team was a little bit better back then. You remember that 13-3 and season? Yeah. Look, they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. No. That running game that they have there right now, okay, let me tell you something. He is the best running back in all the National Football League. He just needed to stay healthy. He gets hurt every game. He gets hurt for a couple plays and he comes back in. And you yeah. got then you have Daniel Jones running for more than 100 yards yesterday. Fun, he's, fun he's, fact, he's Daniel playing Jones, very good. only New York Giant quarterback ever to throw for 200 yards and rush for 100 yards in a single game. That's amazing. Uh, let me tell you something. They could have lost that game. If you really watched the game last yesterday, and yep. listen, coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades and shit fights means almost, okay? But then again, <laughs> it still gets the W, Fred. Yep. 
It, it was does. one of the last plays of the game. Jacksonville just didn't quite make it to the goal line. That game could have been a totally different outcome. They have that momentum right now. And New York Giants are playing some good football. But I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm really impressed more with the New York Jets to go on the road to beat the Denver Broncos even without a quarterback. And I give a lot of credit to Brian Dable. I'm not going to lie. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay, you got a shirt with him on it yet? I, I'm going to get no, one. Yeah, I'm going to get one. Okay. And like, I, he was he was the front runner that I wanted for the Bears at the beginning of the year. Didn't happen, obviously. But now as I'm looking forward to it, I'm glad he didn't come to the Bears because the quarterback doesn't fit his – Wasn't ready yet. He wasn't ready yet. Danny Jones over there, he's a uh, – right now you look at him throughout the first seven weeks of the season, poor man's Josh Allen. He may not. He may not have the arm strength. <laughs> he may not have the arm strength, but what he lacks in arm strength. He la- he gains in running fast. Let me tell you really something. Fast. Danny Jones has got a cannon on him. People don't realize. Yeah, but it's, that it's, that- it's, it, it, it's still yet to be seen. Well, they're keeping him under twenty yards. Well, because he has no receivers. Yeah, all his keep, receivers are. They're hurt. keeping him under twenty yeah. yards right now. And Brian Dable went like, okay, boom. Do I go after a run first quarterback or a passing first quarterback? I'm gonna go with Danny Dimes. Yeah. Hey, Let's Harry. Harry, one last thing. I want to find yes, out sir. what you really think of uh, Fields because we're here all the time. We get bombarded with stuff. You're a Chicago guy down in Florida and Tampa. What are, What are your opinions of uh, Justin Fields through the first six games? On the record, off the record, how do you want it? You want an honest assessment? Sure. I'm not in love with Justin Fields. I don't like the progressions that he's making. Goodbye. A, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people are trying to, you know, compare him to other quarterbacks and what they've done the whole nine yards. Yeah. They still haven't, they still haven't managed to get rid of the hitch that's in his throwing motion until they get rid of that hitch. And I mean, the ball's going from Texas all the way up to Minnesota before he's you're releasing the ball. It's horrible. He throws a nice deep pass. His first read isn't there. He's already tucking his ball down and putting his head down. He's already taken off running. He's holding onto the ball way too long. And these are things you can't teach anybody. Mitchell Trubisky did the same exact thing, but at least he progressed in year two. And I did notice that because under year one with John Fox, it was the same thing, except Justin Fields might be a smidge better, but not at this point in his career. In his rookie season, I believe he was. Um, I don't think, and you would know better than anybody else, especially having your ear to the pavement in as many years that you've been in the media in Chicago, he is not the fit for this offensive scheme that they're trying to employ. And that's what we're getting feedback down here. And it's a shame because I'm going to tell you right now, Fred, and I know you're going to agree with me on this. 95% of the coaches that fail in the National Football League is because they think their system is what wins football games. Sure. You have to bring your system and put it in to what the what the actual specialties and what his characters and strengths are. And that's my opinion of Justin Fields. He's got one year to prove it. Don't be surprised to draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people would be surprised if they draft a quarterback if for nothing else that they don't want to see Trevor Simeon there anymore. No, I want to see him do well. <laughs> I'd love to finally see a tiny ten quarterback make it in the National no. Football League. You have Russell Wilson. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Tom Brady. Okay, that's one. Justin, uh, the guy out there out in Philadelphia. Okay, let me let me clarify. Right, Ohio, come on, you want me to keep Ohio, Ohio keep State naming tiny ten quarterbacks? I'm sorry, I all fucking and, day, Harry. And, and, and Ohio State quarterback, Mike. All right, okay. my Rex Kern. <laughs> <laughs> from yeah. what year was that? I don't know. It was a long I mean, time I mean, ago. I mean, I, listen, I mean, I, I love, listen, 
he's on a short leash with me. Justin Fields is on a very right. short leash with me because of I feel hurt and I feel like a battered wife after what happened with Mitchell Trubisky. Them moving up and not grabbing a player that was immediate, an immediate impact on your team right then, right now, that's your guy. They moved up and grabbed a guy from North Carolina who blew. Yeah, they did. All right, and it, it, it broke my heart. Instead, well, of, instead of drafting the offensive line, which, we, which what they need. The problems, uh, you know, with Ryan Pace and the, the, what he did in his draft picks and what they did with Matt Nagy, at quarterback. I laugh every time I see Matt Nagy sitting next to Patrick Mahomes on the bench of the Chiefs I know. explaining stuff to him. Yeah. Mahomes has to be laughing. But anyway, hey, I, I have I have a question. I have a question for you yeah. both. I mean, anyone can take it. I mean, and and just try to think open minded here. Do you think the Bears would have been a little further along had they not drafted Justin Fields? They still had hold on. They still had Mitch Trubisky, and they did draft those players that were immediate impact players, especially on the offensive line. Do you think this Bears team would be better today? Probably. I'm the other end. I think they'd be better record-wise, maybe, but uh, I think they would have a limit to where they could go. I I still think they needed that quarterback. um, But right now, they got the quarterback, but they have no other weapons with them. Montgomery, I think his year, this is his last year. We'll see what happens with Khalil Herbert. They got Ebner. Um, I don't know. They just don't have enough weapons, and that's a big problem. How can you say, and, and this came out of Chicago as well, the Chicago Bears management has said that David Montgomery doesn't fit their offensive scheme. What are they smoking up there? I know. He's a running back that can catch the ball, that breaks tackles, that usually stays healthy for the most part. He hasn't this year, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Now and that it, we beat yeah. on the Chicago Bears, I'm going to give you my prediction. I'm not being a homer. You're going to see another upset tonight. Do not be afraid to take this team on the money line. But most importantly, play the over six and a half on that proposition bet. I think Chicago is going to score 14 to 17 points in the first half tonight. I do okay. see Cole Komet. Okay. Cole, Cole Komet's going to have three to – Cole Komet will have three to five catches in the first half alone this evening. Fred, you were right about that. Just – just do me a favor. Get, give him a little back Cicero here, back slap I want to ask you, of him. I want to ask you, give me give me ten seconds of an answer here. Uh, World Series, who wins and how many games? Oh my God, um, Philadelphia is really, really, really playing some serious baseball, and I'm going to have to tell you, Philadelphia is probably going to win in six. Okay, Ooh. we'll see. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball. And, and they're the and they're the underdogs. Well, no shit. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, because those damn Astros, they can just keep Astros getting are there. Good, man. Harry, yeah. appreciate it. Hang Sunday on, before morning, I go, do you know what's all better your picks yet? Sunday morning, hey, Harry's did, overs and unders. You know what's even better yet? I'm glad you said that. At least the Yankees aren't there. Oh, right. exactly. Right. Exactly. Bye-bye, yeah. New York. Sounds good. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Harry. Harry. I appreciate Thanks, guys. It, man. Appreciate so it, man. Go Bears. Us. Let's kick Thanks, some Harry. ass. Good night, so guys. He likes, he, likes the, uh, he likes the Bears. He also likes the over six and a half of the first half. I have to get to my points bet app and try to make some. It is time for a break. It's time for a break. I don't know what the hell happened there, but we're back. All of a sudden, we're back, and now we're not back. We're back for a quick break, guys. You guys hang back with us a second, and we will be right back in three minutes. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Hey, this is your girl Ruby from. Hey, 
Hey, this is your girl Ruby from Habana Cigars in Homer Glen, Illinois. We are the best cigar lounge around. From Davidoff exclusives to anything Placencia's, from rare Opus X's and everything in between. We literally have it all. And if it's not here, we'll get it for you. Here at Habana Cigar Lounge, we host amazing and exceptional events on the last Thursday of every month. That includes free food, raffles, prizes, and giveaways. We're open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday, 9 to 11, and on Sunday, 10 to 10 p.m. Again, we are located at 133 West 143rd in Homer Glen, Illinois, so drop by and give us a call today, 708-590-6473. Habano Cigars, Homer Glen, it's a vibe. Hi, this is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from, nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner, it will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. Megaplex Sports Complex is a 78,000-square-foot center filled with hardwood and turf. They have baseball rentals with batting cages, softball, soccer, lacrosse, gymnastics, cheerleading, cornhole, basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. It also features a bar and grill with the best pizza and beef sandwiches around. They cater to events such as birthdays, graduations, corporate parties, as well as memorabilia shows. Check them out at Megaplex Sports Complex, 15301 South Bell Road in Homer Glen, 708-966-4210. Hey, this is your girl Ruby from Habana Cigars in Homer Glen, Illinois. We are the best cigar lounge around. From Davidoff exclusives to anything Placencia's, from rare Opus X's and everything in between. We literally have it all. And if it's not here, we'll get it for you. Here at Habana Cigar Lounge, we host amazing and exceptional events on the last Thursday of every month. That includes free food, raffles, prizes, and giveaways. We're open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday. Friday and Saturday, 9 to 11, and on Sunday, 10 to 10 p.m. Again, we are located at 133 West 143rd in Homer Glen, Illinois, so drop by and give us a call today, 708-590-6473. Habano Cigars, Homer Glen, it's a vibe.
Welcome back in. Yeah, look at that. Childish. Childish. <laughs> 30 years younger than me. Just childish. Uh, the uh, Bears and Patriots, we're back here on the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 studio here in beautiful downtown Lockport, Illinois. And um, the Bears and Patriots 715 kickoff. Don't forget, we are going to be on Sunday, Bears and Cowboys. We're going to be at the Whistle. You got the hat on right there. Brand new hat. Hot vibes. Look at this bad boy. Bears colors. Has the charcoal gray and the orange vibrant. And bam, whistle 159 right on the front of it. I love this hat. This is my new favorite yeah, hat. Yeah, it's a great hat. Awesome. We're going to be there 1030 with a pregame show. Do some postgame stuff when the Bears and Cowboys go at it this coming Sunday. Wait, uh, wait until you have this hunch punch. Well, the hunch punch, plus I heard, I saw a thing on them from them on Facebook, from the whistle. They have a mango habanero whiskey. Oof. I'm, I'm not a huge whiskey guy, but with mango We're habanero, gonna I'm going to try it. We're going to try yeah. it. So come on out to the Whistle Sports Bar it. and Grill 159 over on 159th Street, just off Harlem on a Sunday. Come see us, 1030. We'll be there for the pregame show. We'll be there for the whole game. Watching the Bears and the Cowboys. It could be a tough one. Cowboys are starting to click a little bit. Yep. And uh, so we'll, we'll be there, we'll do a quick post-game show. We have a lot of fun this coming Sunday. And then we're, we're probably going to be somewhere else in the following week. I don't know if that's locked in yet. It is locked in. It's oh, definitely it locked in. We are there. We are there. Okay. 100%. So against the Miami Dolphins, we're going to be at the Sock. Yes. Where we were at really early uh, in my uh, little broadcasting career at 1252. We were all out at the Sock on an evening one night. Had a lot of fun out there. Yeah, it all rained like crazy. It was uh, St. Patty's Day, and it just no, yeah. it was, it was no, it St. Patty's Day. It was right near there. Yeah, and it, it was rained. It, it rained, rained like crazy, but we'll be out there for Sunday, uh, the sixth of November, when the Bears take on Tua and the Miami Dolphins. That game is at Soldier Field, so the Bears. I think the Bears have a chance in that one, Oof, actually, because really? well, because yeah, you get the you get Tua and Waddle and. Um, what the hell? It's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill on crappy turf at Soldier Field. Oh, okay. Maybe they slip. There's a little bit of rain. Interception. Yeah. You never know what will yeah, happen. So all a lot of fun. Baseball, really quickly, Harry mentioned it. It's great that the Yankees are out. It, the whole story with um, uh, Aaron Judge this year was fun. It was fun watching Anthony Rizzo trying to keep them around last night with a couple of nice hits. But uh, the Yankees are gone. That's great. What are your th- – I mean, they expanded the playoffs. And the sixth seed in the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies, are going to the World Series. I love it. All the other guys are gone. Love All it. the five guys have finished ahead of them gone. I love it. So do you like that? Do you think it's a good I thing? I do. I think it's a good thing. I okay. Do. I okay. love it. Because, you know, because 162 doesn't necessarily matter if you're good or not. No, it doesn't. You know, like we had teams. I mean, look, at the, we had the White Sox who were on paper at the beginning of the year were destined to be the division winners of the AL Central. Yeah. That didn't in the happen. Half, in the second yeah. half, Cubs had a better record. I know. I mean, come on. If the Cubs made the playoffs, go. If the Cubs made the playoffs based on a second half record, they may have done some damage. They could have. They the could have. They have. The With pitchers how hot they, they were coming in. That yeah. they, they had the second best win total going into the to the second half. I'm just gonna let a Cub fan go and I'm, enjoy it. I know. That's I know. Fine. Listen. I know. I'm not yeah. trying to sit there and you know, you know. Yes, you are. 
Yeah, you're, 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 hoping, Cubbies here, you're hoping the Cubs are going to be better than most people think they I will really be. Do. I, I think next year will be a fun year. Aaron, Judge, Aaron Nola, Josh Bell. That's my wish list for Christmas. I'm tired of people saying the White Sox should have had Bryce Harper. White Sox should have had Manny Machado. White, White Sox, Sox should have had Kyle Schwarber. Yes, that's true. The White Sox should have had Kyle Schwarber. But Kyle Schwarber had 48 homers, I think it was. He also hit 220. Okay? Okay. I'm still one of those old guys trying to figure out, you know what? I don't know how much. 48 homers counts when you hit 220. Um, so I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of averages below 260, 270. He almost had the entire total of home runs and the White Sox had the entire year. Well, I know. The Sox were brutal this year. Could not hit the ball, could not hit homers. But uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see Schwarber in the World Series again. Yes. Um, Bryce Harper has worked his tail off to come back from injuries. He's playing Castellanos, who didn't hit during the season, starting to hit now. And they got some pitching. Okay, Nola and Wheeler. Well, so I'm it's going to be fun. Time this out. I want to time this out. How awesome has Bryce Harper been? He's been pretty good, except Reese Hoskins should have won the MVP. Reese Hoskins Four had homers in the NLC. Well, Reese, ha- Reese Hoskins had uh, two. And Reese Hoskins, uh, I thought his homers <laughs> were bigger uh, just because Harper hits one in, ga- in the fourth game. Okay. Now, I, don't, I didn't see him deserving it. I thought Reese Hoskins deserve the uh, MVP of the series instead, but it, it should be a fun series. All the games are in the evening, which is great. Baseball did something really stupid the other day. I think it was Saturday. They had the two games of the championship series, National League and American League, separated by two hours. Now, I understand yeah. that Fox and FS1 runs a lot of college football. Then don't do baseball, because you can't schedule two baseball games two hours apart from each other. Baseball games are three and a half, four hours, especially in the playoffs. It's an asinine move. Right. Rob Manfred's a dick, okay? Rob Manfred doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and I understand these TV networks, they say, well, we got to get our college football in here. We get- Screw college football. Baseball in the playoffs. You got to get them so everybody can watch both games. By the time you turned on the Phillies and the Padres, they scored seven runs in the combined in the first yeah. inning. Yeah. It was a joke. You can't do that in the, the playoffs. You've got to separate the games. When there's only two, and they're both in the championship series, you can't do it. And it, it was it was so asinine. Yeah. It so so Rob Manfred, so MLB-like. It's so brutal. Rob Manfred. Mm. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow uh, obviously started has started to find it. Jeez. He's, he's put up 400-plus yards five times in his career already. Man, he's and ridiculous. He's got, he's got Boyd. He's got uh, Chase. Uh, he's got Higgins. And, Higgins. and Higgins didn't even do anything yesterday. So Mixon. And Mixon. And I've got all those guys on my fantasy team, so I'm real happy about that. And then the Niners, you know what? They came in as the number one defense in the NFL yesterday. And the, uh, <laughs> and the Chiefs put 44 on them. <laughs> And um, they could not stop anybody. Ugly. The Niners get nothing but injuries. They've been struggling. It's like watching the White Sox. It was ugly. Injuries, injuries, ugly. injuries. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a decent quarterback. If he gets protection, if his receivers are open. Then again, everybody's a good quarterback if they get yeah. protection and the receivers That's are open. That's a good call. That's a good so call. Garoppolo is uh, struggling a bit. But uh, so let's see how wait, McCaffrey. Say that one more time. So every quarterback's a good quarterback if. If they get protection and the receivers are open. Yeah, Chicago Bears. Yeah, exactly. I hope you're fucking listening. Yeah, good lord. So let's see what they do. Uh, one beer note: my guy Tom over at uh, Goldfinger Brewing is making a Roush beer. I talked about the Roush beer because the guys over at Noon Whistle did one a couple of weeks ago. It was awesome. Well, Goldfinger's doing a Roush beer that's coming out this Saturday. 
Uh, they are doing it in a collaboration with Maplewood Brewing. I cannot wait to get some of that because it's got to be awesome. Roush beer is like a smoked beer, and it's uh, it's wonderful. If it's anything like the one at uh, Noon Whistle, I can't wait to get it. So that's coming up this Saturday. Uh, lots going on. We'll be busy on Sunday. Come on out and see us at 159th 9th and just off Harlem at the Whistle Sports the Whistle. Bar and Grill. Unbelievable. Yeah. They got mini steak burritos, guys. It's an appetizer. Six burritos. Six mini burritos, steak burritos as an appetizer. I think I'll I'll have that. What are I'm you gonna, gonna I'm definitely gonna have that. So we'll have two and, of them. Yeah. And they have they have unbelievable food there. They're awesome there. Well, really, one quick note I do want to say before we cut out. We here. gotta go. We gotta go watch the game. Come I know, on. I know. But really, one quick note I want to yeah. give uh, my buddies that are out there right now in Foxborough. Yep. A big shout out, Paul, and all of our boys out there representing our Chicago Bears out there. Hopefully, the Bears bring home a win. Paul and all you dick bags out there, I hope you guys bring us home a W. If not, the Bears lose, I blame it all on you, and I hope you guys get a fiery plane crash on your way home. So, on that note, tomorrow, the one-timer hockey show, 7 o'clock, Matt Bannon, Andrew Colbert. Wednesday, Mike will be back. He gets to talk about the Bears' win, hopefully, and gets to talk about Cole Komet with six or seven catches and a touchdown. You never know. It could always happen. It's the NFL, and everything everything's happening this any year. Any given Sunday, any get any other Sunday, yeah. I'm not taking Cole Komet. Or Monday. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Mike will be back on Wednesday. Uh, next week, Hume's Views and Brews on Monday. We'll be talking about the Bears and the Cowboys here on 1252 Sports. Thanks for watching. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.